everybody, Jonathan Doyle with you once again. Welcome, friends, to the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. Hope you're doing well. As usual, we, uh, well, as always, we try not to date these podcasts, but it would be remiss of me not to mention that we are in the thick of the uh, election, the US election. So whenever you're listening to this, I think most of you will probably hear this after there is a result um it's just interesting times isn't it i'm not going to make the remotest political comment on anything the fastest way to lose 50 percent of your audience either way but uh i love the united states it was such it's been such a joy pre-covid to to visit there multiple times each year and uh, we just have so many wonderful memories so uh god bless america and uh and I hope that uh, the Holy Spirit's going to, uh, you know, bring about uh, the purposes that the Holy Spirit has. Can you see how diplomatic I'm being in this podcast? It's interesting, isn't it, how fragmented the world has become and how polarizing uh, this sort of stuff is. You know, I often say to people that we are extraordinarily a tribal species. It's something that we forget. We've had uh, an extremely long period of peace. Uh, This period of peace that we've had since the end of the Second World War is kind of almost the longest sort of block of uninterrupted peace in a very, very long slab of human history. And if you go back... You'll find that uh, so much of human history has been about the family and the tribe, and you can see a sort of tribalism emerging once again. And the reason I mention that is because, uh, you know, before Christianity, especially in the Middle East, they were, you know, very much shame-based, honor-based cultures, all about family and tribe. And one of the absolute, uh, you know, central things about the genius of Christianity and its ability to... I guess to develop and to grow was that it uh, it gave people uh, I guess a new way of seeing what it meant, what it meant to be human, what it meant to belong. You know that beautiful scripture where Paul says, "You know, there's no more slave or free. There's no more man or woman. There's no more Greek or Scythian. There's just one in Christ Jesus." I mean, you got to remember that was a revolutionary idea that uh, that we would, uh, I guess, evaluate ourselves and our relationships and our systems by all being sons and daughters of God and all belonging to the one family in Christ. You know, it's so easy to say that, isn't it? And as, I guess as Catholics, we're sort of vaguely used to hearing that idea and we have we, we give it intellectual theological assent, but it's it's crucial to remember it. And as educators, as Catholic educators, I think you've got a really unique opportunity to be sharing with people this uh, this greater vision of the human family that uh, that baptism and discipleship with Jesus is is truly what can define us in life. So as our world increasingly polarizes, I think that's never been more important for Catholic educators to be helping young people to see a greater and richer vision. You know, a vision of reality that's. Uh, that's really colorblind, that's um, nation-blind, that's tribal-blind. It sees the person in relationship to God and each human person being loved and welcomed in relationship by God. So in these troubled times, friends, let's never lose sight of that. Let's never lose sight of just how crucial it is to be giving that rich and beautiful vision of the human person. Now, let's leave all things political aside 
my remaining 50% of listeners, uh, come with me. I want to talk to you about something that's been on my mind a great deal. If you've ever he- heard me speak live, you know that this forms the kind of basis of the staff seminars that I do. And it's this idea around uh, the call to become saints. And I think the reason that God put this on my heart many years ago is because of my relative inability to achieve it. <laughs> relative inability to achieve, to, to achieve it. I'm fascinated by this idea of um, the vector of the human life, the teleological aim, if you will, of sainthood and sanctity. And every time I say that to an audience around the world pre-COVID, we used to laugh. People would laugh. This is, I still think for so many of us, this idea that we could be saints is truly uh, preposterous. We believe that saints are these other people and you know, lately I've been thinking about it. I think it's to do with getting older. I turn, I'm turn. i going to turn 47 in a few weeks. I'm still, I think, a very young 47. And many regular listeners know that I, uh, I'm a bit of a fitness uh, junkie. I do a huge amount of training. So I've kept healthy over the years. But it's something to do with getting a bit older. And some listeners will know what I mean. That you, you find yourself in, you know, patterns of sin, patterns of reacting patterns of things that you want to change and you sort of realize you know am i going to change am i going to grow one of my favorite singers for many years was uh and check him out andrew peterson andrew peterson uh writes some very beautiful um lyrics and uh you know he i was listening to a favorite song of his the other day and i might throw this on the website i'll see if i can put the youtube in there um it's a song of his, and uh, he has this line where he says, you know, it's, he says, it's taken me years in the race just to get this far, and there's still no end in sight. And the next line he says, you know, I carried my cross into the dens of the wicked, and I blended in just fine. I always loved that line. So I'll chuck that on the website. So if you go to onecatholicteacher.com and uh, look on the podcast page and find this episode you know, check out the andrew peterson song there that i'll put on there because it's really worth checking out but uh, i've been reflecting on that you know this kind of sense of you know these patterns do you have that do you have this kind of experience in your life that you might get short-tempered you might have other patterns of sin who knows you I mean i'm not your priest right so don't 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 put it in the comments what you struggle with but uh but i'm interested about this idea that uh that we could grow in holiness and become saints. So again, if you've heard me speak live, you know that I talk about the levels of vocation. So very quickly, there's three key levels of vocation that we need to understand. First is our Christian vocation that we all share. Every single one of us as baptized Catholics shares this vocation. And it's simply the vocation of being sons and daughters of God, that the fundamental Christian vocation before anything else in life is simply that vocation. The second vocation we have in life will be our state of life, which will be, for many of us, married life or, you know, single life uh, or religious life, right? So that's the second level of vocation. And then, of course, the third level is the, the work that we do in this world. And I'm convinced that for a Catholic educator, we need to very quickly realize that God has not placed us there by accident. If he has given us the vocation of Catholic education, then... He's placed us there to bless others, to build his kingdom, but to grow in holiness. So I could talk about it for hours, but what I'm trying to get everybody to understand is, you know, and they say this with 
with poets and authors and speakers that we often just have one idea and we just spend the rest of our lives you know shaping that one idea and it's that the concrete circumstances of our lives are the ways in which God's trying to make us holy so as you go into that classroom each day the circumstances of your specific classroom, if you're a principal, the circumstances of your staff community and all the challenges that you face every day are the ways in which God is basically leading you to holiness. So I want to finish up by sharing with you a great article. I'll put a link in this, uh, hopefully in the show notes and also uh, in uh, on the website Father George W. Rutler, this comes from the Cirque blog, and I always recommend it to, to people. Uh, CatholicEducation.org is just a fantastic resource for for Catholics and Catholic educators, but it's a beautiful article. It's called um, The Poor Paint. And he's talking about, uh, he tells a story at the start of a, of a wonderful artist, true story, who was brilliant, incredibly gifted, and you know, like had spent decades and decades and decades of becoming a great master. And, and this is a true story. Um, they were they were basically teaching for many many years at the Art Students League in New York, and this artist said that he never painted autumn scenes. And the reason he never painted autumn scenes was he said that no matter what he did, he said that uh, that he could never do justice to the richness of the colors that no matter what he tried and basically what he realized is that that it's almost impossible to outdo nature ourselves right it's, it's almost impossible to create something more wonderful than what's natural and the great artists we love because they approximate that but the article goes on to talk about that this is kind of what is happening in our lives as we pursue this journey of growing and changing and holiness. We have a certain gift and capacity for growth, but we're not capable of becoming fully what we could be on our own. You see, if that's not true, we would have done it, right? Most of us would have realized, oh, you know, I don't want to be short-tempered. I don't want to have this sin. I don't want to have this, you know, short-temperedness with this student or, you know, I don't want to be like this. And we would have changed it, but many of us haven't. So the article goes on to remind us, of course, of what St. Thomas Aquinas says, that grace doesn't replace our nature. It builds on it. It perfects it, even if our bro- even with our brokenness and limitations. So there's a great line here where it says, saints are not superhuman. Because that's the trap, isn't it? Most of us think that, well, this is nice, but saints are just different to us. But this is not the case. So Father Rutler says here, saints are not superhuman. He says, sanctity is simply the state of the virtues lived to an intensity beyond unaided human effort. So saints are people who live the virtues, prudence, justice, temperance, fortitude, and of course the theological virtues too, beyond the level of unaided human effort. So you think of someone like, um, you know, St. Paul saying in Galatians 2.20, says, I no longer live, but the Messiah lives in me. And the life that I am now living in this body, I live by the faithfulness of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So all through the New Testament letters, you have this. And even in the Gospels, of course, Jesus talking about, you know, that my father and I will come and dwell with the person who opens themselves to relationship and discipleship with Jesus. And here's St. Paul in Galatians saying, it's not me anymore, but Christ living in me. And the, the article says this line here, Paul of uh, St. Paul, Paul of Tarsus, was not less who he was, 
but more than he had been when that change happened. And there's a, you know, I mean, St. Paul is phenomenal. If you ever get a chance to read N.T. Wright's book uh, called Paul, it's one of the great books on St. Paul. And you just, you know, he he's an extraordinary human. I mean, with the exception of Mary, he's the most significant Christian that ever lived, the most significant disciple that ever lived. But Paul was lifted way beyond his human capacity by the indwelling of Christ. So there's a beautiful line here. Some of you would be familiar with the famous violinist Yehudi Menuhin. I grew up hearing his name. So Yehudi Menuhin was one of the greatest violinists of all time. And there's an article, and Father George Rutler says here, it's rather like Yehudi Menuhin's violin. This is a true story here. For when a lady said that his violin made such a beautiful sound, he placed his ear to it and said that he heard nothing. Divine grace to the human being is what human talent is to the instrument of wood and strings. So Yehudi Menuhin has this phenomenal, incredible work of art, this violin, but left to itself, it makes no sound. It's still beautiful. It's still great. But, you know, what a funny thing when he, this woman said it makes such a beautiful sound that he picks it up and listens to it and he can't hear anything. And he says it doesn't make a sound. But we're like that. You know, in that metaphor... We are like the violin, and, and God is Yehudi Menuhin, right? Working on the instrument to create something extraordinary. So, my friends, this is the arc of the Christian life, and this is, and God's doing it in your life in the vocation of Catholic teacher, Catholic education. So, I just want you to get interested in the question. When you walk in there tomorrow, look at the concrete circumstances. I use that line a lot. Those real moment-to-moment circumstances where God is shaping who you are. You know, they don't look like it. That's the thing. They don't look like it at the time, but that really is what's happening. That just beautiful way in which he's presenting us with all the challenges that come through our vocation as Catholic educators. So I hope that's helpful. I deal with it. I'm not uh, teaching in a classroom at the moment, but I'm, uh, you know, father to young kids. And uh, for me, I think where God's doing it is I, I train a lot and I get tired. I get physically pretty tired and I, and I work a lot. So I find myself constantly being confronted with, you know, short-temperedness. Now, I don't act on it most of the time, but I feel it. And it's like God's constantly calling me to patience and virtue and I fail a lot, but that's the place where it's happening. So allow the circumstances of your life to be the place where you're being called into sainthood. All right, God bless you, everybody. Uh, Please make sure you've subscribed. I'm going to try and do more of these. They they should be daily. I'm going to try and get back to it. Uh, Please make sure you've subscribed. Share this with people. Everything else is on the website, uh, onecatholicteacher.com. Please go to the resources page. Make sure you have checked out the uh, Going Deeper resources, free trial there, three weeks of content. Just go grab it for free on the resources page at One Catholic Teacher. My books and other stuff are there too. Uh, If you're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere, if you could leave a review, that would be awesome. So let's see what happens in these next few months post-election. Huh? Some interesting times. Let's keep praying for our leaders all over the world. Challenging times. God bless your friends. Let's get out there and be saints. My name is Jonathan Doyle. This has been the Catholic Teacher Daily Podcast. And I'm going to have another message for you tomorrow.